0: One thing that I realized when I started working for IDEA is that the debate world that you're able to see if you are an international debater is only vanishingly small. Yes, sure, you might be able to see debaters coming from dozens if not a hundred countries who all participate in WDC or SDC who bring with them their own unique perspectives and worldviews, but the reality is, is that's still only something that is affordable to a very few set of people and a very tiny set of countries. In contrast, where debating really takes place is much more than in the hallowed halls of university lecture theaters. It takes place in the high schools of both central and rural areas, in countries that you might have visited on a holiday or only really have heard about in some headlines on a four or fifth page paper. Now, coming from the Netherlands, such a country is Georgia. In fact, I'd have to specify that it is the country of Georgia, not the state of Georgia. And I think that that is unfair because when I got to speak to Ketemagratse of GIDE, the organization that runs debating in Georgia, I realized that debating there is just so much bigger than I could ever have imagined it. And that people there are so much more vibrant and different and inspiring than I could even hope to meet. So that's the first episode of this season. I'm really excited to bring you on a tour of how we see debating take place in the country of Georgia. How it is something that can lift up a young generation there that is moving away from generations and habits of the past to truly build a civic community and truly thinks about debating and about their own place in a whole unique way. And also that the discussions and conversations and dilemmas that we express and explore through debating isn't just something that could be confined to the lecture rooms of a university or the classrooms of a high school, but that debating can take us to new and novel places and allows us to interrogate our own national identity or the meaning of concepts all around us, how it can use, be used to think about how to discuss things on the media, and how to discuss things in museum, how to discuss things about art and our place in history and time. That is what I term the Georgian debate revolution, a new way of incorporating this methodology into every aspect of learning and thinking about the world around us. Let's listen now to this interview with Keto Magratze. Kete welcome. It's great to have you on the podcast. How are you?
1: Fine, thank you very much. I'm very honored and happy to be on the podcast of IDEA and to share our experience.
0: Well, the pleasure is all mine. So it's the first time I've been able to have a guest from Georgia to come uh, on the show. Uh, But before we dive into uh, your world, uh, I'd love to hear a little bit more about you. So who are you? What do you do? And what is your connection with debating?
1: So uh, my name is Keto. Uh, um, I'm from Georgia, of course. Um, I've been, actively involved in debates maybe since I was born probably because um, my parents were uh, very actively involved in it and um, so I was uh, very much uh, interested in it as well. Where I went to some, to some camps and it um, was uh, it was very fascinating to me to see all these people gathering and debating about very different topics and I liked it very much so at the age of 12 or 13 I uh, started myself to uh, become started myself... Um, to actively become a debater, and uh, went to a debate club in Georgia, in Tbilisi, where I live, Um, and that's how my debate experience started. Maybe um, until 2017 or 16, I was an active debater Um, after um, we won uh, Georgia won um, the Uh, International Ideas uh, Tournament in Druskininga in 2016, I was mainly involved in debates more as a trainer and a judge uh, rather than uh, a debater. So that's, and since then I'm mostly a trainer and a a judge and some project assistance to um, our organization. Yeah,
0: I unfortunately just missed you because I started working for IDEA in the year after in Bratislava. But I've, I've heard great things from that event, and it's wonderful to see the legacy that can come with it. Now, obviously, you've enjoyed the activity yourself, but to become an administrator is something else. And we see many people who enjoy the activity instead become uh, lawyers or consultants uh, or teachers. Why this job? What attracted for you in working for Gide? Uh,
1: I think that um, debates um, gives you an opportunity not I wouldn't say that only some specific uh, professions require the skills that um, children and adults even uh, acquire through debates. I think that these skills are important in any field and direction and uh, communication and uh, public speaking is always important. and. Um, unfortunately often an issue uh, with a lot of people so I think that that kind of direction and um, that experience makes it more interesting and more um, helpful in every field and direction. I myself am actually um, uh, um, studying bachelor's degree uh, of economics at uh, International School of Economics uh, in Tbilisi and Uh, Even in this course, uh, in my university, I find debates helpful because anytime I have to do any kind of presentation or have to present a project, it's always helpful. And I remember all these important uh, notes and skills that I've acquired during debates.
0: So I completely agree. And since you've mentioned that you yourself have started debating since you were 12, 13, um, (laughs) and that it is incredibly valuable as a tool set. Can I therefore imagine that uh, Georgia is a nation filled with communicatively strong people who are able to analyze problems or is there some more work to be done in your country?
1: There are fortunately a lot of people that um, are already full of the and equipped with uh, communic- good communication skills. Um, I would have to say that a lot of pupils that have been involved with our organization, Georgian Institute for Debate and Education, have really shown their further development and. How they've changed and how it helped them to socialize more in um, or integrate in local communities or on an international basis. Because I have to say that uh, these students that I'm remembering that are also um, my age or even younger, that I know, that have gone to different universities of Europe or USA, um, all of them always uh, remember and um Uh, feel thankful and grateful to our organization that they have been able to be involved in debates to acquire these communication skills and we are very happy to see all these successful students um, and now adults um, that um, were able to uh, find their professions and desires with the help of debates as well but of course there are a lot of uh, other uh, young people and not only young people in georgia that still need to um, acquire these communication skills. And that's why I think mm, debate should be even more spread and it should be even mandatory at schools.
0: I've- think that, that that would be a fantastic outcome if we we're able to get that far. But can you perhaps paint a picture for me? What is the current state of Georgia when it comes to that type of uh, debate? Maybe in education, but I'm also very interested to hear what's the status in your country's politics, your national discussions? Is it a very open and fair, fair society, or is there some ways to go still?
1: Uh, well, um, I, I wouldn't um, want to say that I'm, Involved in politics or uh, even know uh, everything uh, well. Uh, from my p- perspective, I'm less interested in that, but I have to say that uh, there is a lot of times at TV when we watch it um, a lack of uh, basic communication skills uh, while different political parties debate with each other or try to prove their points or um, try to even show something to people that is not even as bad as it may seem it is because they uh, have not studied debates at school, they have not had the opportunity to um, be uh, to study formal debates as a tool that helps with more, I would have to say, safer communication because uh, mostly um, some people here in Georgia are trying to prove their points and uh, to uh, show their opinions uh, aggressively, I have to say. So um, this aggression could be, um, uh, uh, could not be there if uh, these people were able to, um, uh, so to say, uh, have better communication skills and uh, be more prepared for public speaking, yes.
0: Okay, that's very important to hear, and especially that bit of aggression and trying to be more peaceful and constructive communication, that sounds wonderful and very important. And is uh, uh, Georgia a country where everyone can now have at least some access to that type of debate education? Does the Georgian Institute of Debate Education work in all areas of Georgia, or are there areas, are there communities who may still uh, be more challenged in receiving this?
1: Uh, That's a very good question, actually. Um, During the past couple of years, um, our organization has been trying to uh, spread um, and uh, spread this debate techniques around Georgian regions. So not only in Tbilisi and in the capital, where most of the schools are, uh, but also in um, other regions, high mountainous regions, where there are many vulnerable groups. And I'd have to say that um, since 2009, our organization is working um, in this field. And uh, every year we've been acquiring and having more and more young people and even adults from different regions of Georgia. And um, I'm uh, very glad that uh, a lot of pupils, especially in the regions um, within our recent projects, have the opportunity to participate in debate and engage in it uh, completely free. So I would have to say that this kind of opportunity is important. And uh, if it would be wider and if um, it would be more mandatory, (laughs) it uh, it would be even better at this point.
0: Okay, and maybe a final question on Georgia. So uh, we speak, of course, with lots of different countries on this podcast, and people who work in very different environments. In Georgia, in which language is debate taking place? Is it solely in Georgian? Or do you debate in English or other minority languages where you're also hosting competitions in
1: So we mainly teach debates in Georgian, but um, of course uh, we are holding debates in English as well because our uh, Georgian debaters and Georgian participants often uh, go and engage in international debate academies, forums held even by IDEA or other international debate funds. And um, uh, debates are uh, sometimes also held in English, but most frequently I would have to say in Georgian.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important to mention here that uh, Georgia and many other uh, countries who you could say are on the Caucasus region, Central Asia, we don't see a lot of them on the international surroundings, but when we do see uh, participants from uh, countries like Georgia, but also further ahead into Kazakhstan, they perform extremely well. So for instance, 2020, you had a team that reached the top five in the high school uh, WSDA. So we're seeing some pretty strong performances and I must imagine that's also because they they speak in English as well. And that's, I guess that partially also because of the hard work that the uh, Georgia Institute of Education or GIDE is performing. Now, you're probably someone who started out debating in their programs and now are working for GIDE. But could you briefly explain to me the history of GIDE and how it works and operates?
1: So, um, as I already mentioned, our organization started working uh, since 2009. But uh, the founders of our organization um, have been um, leading debate clubs since 1998. So when uh, formal debates first came to Georgia, the founders of our organization were actively involved in it and started spreading it at different schools, uh, mainly in Tbilisi at first, but then also in other regions as well. Uh, And uh, the founders of our organization have also created uh, textbooks and manuals for debates in Georgian for our uh, pupils and young people or adults who would like to study formal debates. Uh, and since um, 2009, we've been actively working uh, in this field as a uh, organization. Uh, before that, even, uh, we have participated in many, many international uh, events and t- tournaments and forums from early 2000s. Um, and we're still continuing to participate in them and Even though we are yearly at least um, participating in one of the international tournaments, we would even be more glad to be more um, widely known and able to um, share our experiences, our culture um, on an international basis frequently. So um, uh, our organization mainly works um, in the fields um, of schools. So we are trying to create debate club network around Georgia, which we have already created and trying to expand it since 2009. Um, In many regions um, within different projects um, that we have been able to conduct, uh, we were able to create um, debate clubs in Uh, Almost half regions of Georgia uh, at school uh, at school level, Um, and we also have been actively working at university level Uh, since 2011. um, Our organization has um, debate clubs in different state universities of Georgia. Uh, And um, from, uh, I think, 2020, uh, we created a a special curriculum and uh, were able to adapt this whole debate program of uh, universities for future teachers. Uh, So before that, uh, debates were um, mostly spread uh, to uh, any desired students from other uh, fields such as business and um, uh, law, because most of the students from business and law are interested in debates. And now we try to create this curriculum and adapt it to future teachers, which we think is one of the key elements and most important parts for debates. Because um, the clubs that we're creating in different regions of Georgia are Managed by the teachers of the schools. So we select these teachers, we train these teachers very actively, intensively in these debates, in debate techniques and managing clubs, uh, and uh, then we uh, help them create these debates clubs around Georgia we even oversight and supervise their work throughout the whole academic year and uh, so the teachers and pupils uh, and students are our main target groups in most of our projects and we try um, as much to spread it even more and to involve more and more pupils um, around Georgia and as as I also already mentioned some vulnerable groups we have been working with as well we have had projects with um, uh, blind people, that, uh, blind students uh, that were interested in debates. We have also had projects for. Um, uh, uh, students and pupils uh, that were at risk of dropping out from school or um, the ones uh, after prison uh, and uh, were still young and needed an integration with society and we have held um, different these type of um, uh, projects uh, throughout uh, our organization's uh, work.
0: So that's an inspiringly large amount of work uh, that Gide does. Uh, if you permit me, let me ask a couple of follow up questions, things that I found particularly interesting. Um, so first of all, you mentioned the high amount of teacher involvement in the projects. And I'm, I'm wondering, what's in it for them? Why do these teachers uh, spend all the extra time being coached and trained by you before going back into their schools? Is this just out of the goodness of their heart to see the value of education? Why are they so involved in your projects?
1: Uh, well, I have to say, um, in the beginning, um, in maybe 2010 or at this time uh, when we started, um, when our organization started working, um, we were able to motivate uh, the teachers with, um, uh, we were able to motivate these teachers and promote these projects uh, so that uh, they would be very interested interested to spend their extra time uh, after school with these pupils because they were really really determined to participate and to bring something new and innovation to their schools and uh, we're also very glad that very different types of teachers uh, were interested, not only, for instance, history or Georgian literature teachers or um, geography teachers even or arts teachers, but also mathematics teachers and uh, biology, chemistry, physics teachers. I'd have to say that uh, when we started first um, involving teachers in our projects, we have uh, created such a good network of them that they will afterwards spreading the information about our organization and our project to other schools and other teachers, and so that they uh, they were um, involving and uh, interesting others as well. So I'd have to say this foundation that we created uh, with involved teachers, Uh, then there was very uh, widely promoted. And today, I don't know, um, the last uh, contest that we had for choosing teachers, there are around 200 participants uh, interested uh, to uh, get the place of only twenty within our recent project so I'd have to say that um, the motivation that we gave these teachers um, gave them motivation to give it to others as well.
0: It's lovely to see that kind of uh, oil plot going out further and further to people and then the other thing that you mentioned that I found very interesting is that you use debating also for people who come from very different backgrounds you mentioned debating for blind students you mentioned debating for Juvenile uh, delinquents, and do you then ever have to adapt the form of debating to their needs, or do you find that people who have this different background are completely capable of applying the standard form of competitive debate that we tend to use?
1: Uh, Yes, that is a very uh, good question. In some cases, um, we should, we do not really need to adapt the program uh, and change it um, that much, but I would have to say that um, when we work with um, non, um, so to say, um, common target groups, we mostly try to adapt our programs to them specifically after getting to know them, after getting to know their determining their needs, after finding out uh, at what status quo they're having and uh, what are their my, most uh, main needs and uh, requirements. Because, um, of course, for a pupil who, who um, has a good academic performance, is actively involved in school, and wants to also study debates for these kind of pupils, we have a specific program. But uh, for pupils that are at risk of dropping up from school they need a different kind of uh, interest uh, for debates. They need to see how uh, these debates are important for them more for at this for in this example than the pupils that are already interested without uh, even our uh, motivation to them. So I'd have to say we mostly adapt these programs every time um, it depends on the target group that we're working with.
0: And then a big project you uh, of course worked on is called debates for better education and i think here i think you you didn't could need to do, adapt anything because you tried to basically reach all georgia students who wanted to so i'm really interested to talk a little bit more about this project and maybe let's start with the title debates for better education was this meant to be improving the educational outcome in high schools or that we think that that students get better educational results. What's the reason why the project was titled this way?
1: It's actually a very uh, good question. Um, yeah, we, um, our main say goal is to um, have access to quality education for uh, young people or adults or anyone who is involved. So, um, we want to give them as much of quality quality non-formal education in this case, that this education will be helpful for them in um, formal uh, direction. Uh, for instance, um, with the help of debates, we want our pupils, and which is mostly the case and that happens, uh, to improve themselves uh, in academic performance in, at school or at university or wherever they are. Studying and, um that is why I think education is an important part of our um, uh, teaching techniques because um, for us it is important to give this biggest foundation of non-formal education for pupils so that they will be able to use it in other educational fields and to improve and get uh, quality education and access to this quality education is also important because um, every uh, pupil even from high mountainous regions vulnerable groups should be able to acquire the knowledge and should be able to use this for their future.
0: I completely agree once again. And from what I understood from the project, you, you guys start with finding teachers ahead of debate clubs and training them and you've even been able to start the teaching of debate techniques to future teachers who are being trained mm-hmm. at the samtschke Yagaveti State University. How are those teachers responding to learning about debate techniques for the first time?
1: Yeah, that is a very good question yeah um, uh, we started um, that's the exact process how it's working we are firstly promoting our work to uh, and every public school of Georgia finds out about um, uh, debates because um, uh, from the ministry we are um, Uh, within the memorandum uh, with the Ministry of Education and Science of Georgia, our organization uh, spreads information about um, our work and our projects. And this project, Debates for Better Education, started in 2020, and we spread this information uh, in every public school. So uh, every teacher was able to um, every school was able to find out about our project. And a lot of, uh, of them were involved, even though they did not Really know what debates was. Uh, and it's mostly the case when uh, some um, teachers or even pupils are interested. They do not really know well what debates are. And when they hear of debates, they think of uh, some politicians arguing uh, a bit aggressively on TV. And um, they want uh, to see something different at this point. So these teachers, I'd have to say, the ones that were involved uh, in this project and before have um, seen the difference and change and importance of debates so much that they have, uh, after all these years, have been trying to still stick with our organization, uh, in, get involved in our different other projects and try to do their best to even continue club work at their uh, schools because they finding, find it really interesting and also um, they find it uh, important not only for their Uh, development of the pupils that they're teaching, but also for their self-development, because um, these techniques and uh, these presentation skills and public speaking skills that teachers need for teaching debates is also an important tool uh, for them in uh, their everyday professions, in other subjects that they're teaching. So that is also an important part uh, in the direction of teachers.
0: I really like this answer because it tells us that it is in a way a two-way street, it's not something that teachers do for the students, but they teach something that they may benefit of them as well. And another thing that might lead to sort of a two-way street is you've done an impact assessment with the 700 students involved, and can you share with me perhaps what came out of this assessment? What do these students feel that they've uh, gotten from this project?
1: Yeah, uh, within this project, um, Debates for Better Education, we have um, tried to uh, see uh, on a very large scale basis what debates really bring to pupils. We have previously have always been Letting the pupils write pre and post tests, so before studying debates and after studying them, but we wanted to see uh, on a different level how they're uh, progressing on a self-realization, self-development level. And uh, within this um, research and uh, impact of debates, more than 500 pupils uh, from Georgia have been involved, and around 100 teachers or even more. And uh, the um, uh, research showed, and we just got the results recently, that uh, pupils were able to develop them, not only in um, techniques and specific details of formal debates, but also in uh, self-improve, uh, they were able to self-improve themselves. Uh, we um, This research was created by our head of our organization, who is also a, um, so psychology, uh, who is also a psychologist and is making a PhD in this uh, direction, exactly of how debates are changing uh, uh, oneself. And uh, the questions were specifically assessed and created from psychological perspective to see how they really evolve not only in technical and um, academic directions, as for instance, the question, how many people participate in debates direction and also but also in um field where they will be able to uh, answer the questions and see how they have uh, really developed themselves, um, imp- not uh, personally, and how it impacted their lives. So uh, we were very fortunate to have positive results on this uh, debate impact and we are hoping to continue and um, share this experience to more and more people that we're about to um, get during this academic year within the project.
0: So it's very inspiring to hear that on a quantitative level, we hear that all those students, they feel that they've improved and psychologically improved themselves uh, over the course of the project. And that's, of course, quantitative data, which is highly important. Uh, but I sometimes feel that that power can be best expressed also if we can sometimes see the individuals behind the numbers. Is there one student that really stayed with you uh, that you've encountered during this project?
1: Uh, you mean um, a specific result of one student or?
0: Yeah, for instance, if there is a student who you feel has really made an impact on you personally as a also a debate educator.
1: Uh, well, um, I do not really... Um, have direct um, connection mostly with pupils. I am uh, working mostly with the training of uh, uh, and co-training of teachers and pupils for um, international tournaments and uh, events. And I'd have to say that um, I was um, preparing uh, our pupils um, last year for the international debate tournament From zip, and these pupils uh, have really shown even within a couple of days while I was uh, trying to teach them and uh, give them more techniques for world school debates, on how they have really changed and how they have really um, found uh, debates helpful not only um, in uh, within the tournament and that uh, direct and that. field and area, but also they were able to then show their performance um, and show their improvement later in our regional and national tournaments and even in our public debate that they participated. So uh, within the, um, the, I'd have to say that with a small amount of pupils that I have worked with um, uh, last year, um, most of them were able to really open themselves and uh, be more forward and able to adapt to different situations uh, easily because these international tournaments, uh, especially for pupils that have never participated in them are a very big, uh, a huge thing and uh, a huge um, difference and I'd have to say that uh, four um, pupils or five I think that we sent to a tournament last year uh, none of them have ever participated in an inter- international tournament, uh, not only live, but even uh, online. And for them, it was a big, big challenge. But through the help of the debate techniques and the trainings that I have conducted with them and uh, the preparations they had before in their own debate clubs, they were able to so fastly and easily adapt to this international area, which was uh, very new uh, to them. That I'd have to say that uh, in, at these moments, at you know, these uh, situations, there are the highlights of why debates are so important and how they really impact and change uh, young people and not only.
0: Yeah, it's truly remarkable to see just how, indeed, how both resilient and open our students can be and how much they can grow in these short times. And it's especially powerful to hear that you've managed to pull all this off, even though this project mostly took place during the global coronavirus pandemic. Has that pandemic meaningfully changed the amount of which you are were able to influence students? Do you feel that you could, after the obviously initial Um, difficulty we worldwide received go on with the project as planned or did you really have to adapt and is there a pipe dream where the project could have been gotten much greater if we hadn't had to live it through the pandemic? Uh,
1: That is a very good question because uh, we started this project in February of 2020 and only in a month uh, there was a lockdown in Georgia and everywhere around the world. Um, and, uh, of course it was a very big shock, but amazingly, and I have to say it was a really, um, not, um, it was really surprising that, uh, we were able still to conduct everything as planned and fortunately were able to involve even more, uh, participants in the project than we had anticipated before coronavirus. So we have had, um, uh, experience with online work, because as I already mentioned, we are uh, an important part of our job is to supervise and oversight and see and give feedback individually to teachers who are teaching after we have taught them debates. Uh, And we have um, uh, done this often uh, in online regime before coronavirus, because these teachers are in very different regions of Georgia, and we couldn't um, go there all the time. Uh, Sometimes, of course, we could, but sometimes we couldn't, so we were conducting it online And that is why we were able, I think, to adapt to the online regime so fastly. And without um, any loss, uh, we even got uh, bigger and had even better results so that um, it was not even a problem, even though no school and um, no one in Georgia or I don't think anywhere were really adapted to the online regime of studying and online regime of education. But we have managed and able to train the teachers so that they would be also able to motivate their pupils to participate in this non-formal education when it was actually, I would have to say crucial at this point where there were, was social distancing and pupils were not able to socialize with themselves. This was an amazing opportunity and platform for them to communicate with each other online uh, during their uh, debate club uh, lessons. And also we have um, been able to connect many, many online events such as um, last year we did uh, public speaking contests where people would send the videos of them to, uh, uh, public speaking. Uh, and we also did um, in uh, spring, uh, we had uh, a very large scale, maybe the largest scale regional tournament that we ever have made where more than 500 people participated and then we tournament and we have held um some uh debate public debates uh Uh, under the regulations in some uh, museums within one of our uh, projects that we've been participating in and um, I'd have to say that uh, this online regime uh, with all its uh, flaws uh, gave us the opportunity to involve even more pupils because um, uh, these, for instance, even the regional tournament, not so many pupils of course would not have been able to come to the capital where the tournament would probably be held uh, in a live regime and uh, way less uh, pupils will be able to uh, show their knowledge and express uh, and share everything that they have learned. And this online platform and regime gave us the opportunity to even expand our work and even be able to motivate other pupils and uh, as everything was mostly online we we were trying to even uh, more and more promote um, our projects and our work uh, through tv or internet channels and um, uh, I think uh, that is why as everyone was mostly home and watching tv or doing something like that uh, more aware even um, able and interested to participate in our projects so I'd have to say that uh, due to the lack of uh, face to face contact, which is absolutely important in everyday life and especially in debates where it's mostly about communication. Uh, I'd have to say this experience was very good for us and worked out really well and uh, hopefully and as already shown in our debate research, it helped um, pupils to develop themselves and teachers to be even more motivated to um, study and be involved in education in these uh, trying times.
0: Yeah, so what I really get from your answer is that, uh, as you're pointing out, the hybrid model of debating in digital era is super important, both because as you're pointing out and what you already have learned in Georgia pre-pandemic, digitalization is providing an equalization of access. More and more people are able to achieve these important benefits they can bring. But of course, in the end, those benefits, uh, are always magnified at the moment you can do it physically. So that's a very important lesson. And I think it sounds that the level of engagement and commitment that you manage to get out from your students is really wonderful. Um, we're speaking, of course, lots of teachers who say they are struggling to make sure that the kids turn the camera on during class. Yeah. So the fact that you are able to build even yeah. more engagement is really, really powerful. Now- Yeah,
1: that is a very, uh, sorry. That is a very good point about the cameras. Um, it is. It was also very problematic in Georgia, but we trained our teachers so much that they wouldn't even uh, let the pupils who are not even turning on their cameras during their class because in debates and extracurricular activities, Even at school, it is crucial, I have to say, um, that uh, when uh, we are online and it's already not as good as going to school, uh, turning off the cameras gives you um, more possibility for laziness and less involvement, so that was actually not a problem for us and we tried to avoid that from the very beginning, yeah.
0: Agreed. And now moving perhaps from one image to another set of image, as you already briefly mentioned, you've also undergone for a project with debate in museums. And I'm really curious to hear what that was about. Was that the students debating about what makes a good piece of art or, or debating the history? How did that project pan out?
1: Yeah, um, that's a very good question. We were um, able to be involved in Visigrad Funds uh, Project Debates for Museums uh, from 2020 to 2021. And this project mainly entailed um, the connection of museums and debate organizations. So um, the idea was really great um, as uh, museums are uh, really lacking young people and more uh, of um, uh, inhabitants to come and visit them and find out more about their own culture. I'm not talking about tourists from other countries. So uh, reliving and uh, making um, museums more lively is a very, um, very good idea. And it worked out really well, especially during the pandemic, even during the pandemic, because Uh, under these regulations, we were at some point still able to hold and conduct these public debates. And these public debates were um, not only um, directly connected to the arts and the museums, but were also connected to the um, uh, problems that are, uh, were at that time very uh, important and uh, about status quo, such as online studying or hybrid studying. How was it good? Was it not that good? And uh, to debate um, this um kind of institutions keeps um everyone i'd have to say we even uh promoted it on t- different tv channels and others could see how important museums still are so um even though maybe you're not that interested of even as a debater, if you're not that interested to uh, see uh, an art um, collection in a museum, when you go there and you debate there, you have to see it because you are there. So uh, having this experience and being able to show to pupils that Uh, and also to everyone that was attending it, how important it is to remember our culture. It was very good and worked out really well. And we are still um, conducting different uh, public events, even of our art ceremonies um, in the museums um, and are planning to continue that, to connect um, these uh, amazing institutions to um, active uh, debates.
0: So from debate in university to high schools to even museum, it does feel like Gide is trying to slowly take over all facets of life in Georgia. Uh, So I'm wondering now, what is next for the projects? What are the next steps?
1: Uh, Again, uh, we just started in September, uh, our third phase of this project, um, which is, um, I'd have to, I also wanted to mention about our organization that um, uh, all these projects that we're having are mostly with cooperation with the Ministry of Education and Science. And uh, we are working with private sector, public sector, government um, organizations and municipalities um, uh, projects um, and grants and uh, calls um, are mostly in our projects. Uh, Different foundations um, are supporting our projects. And at this point, this Debates for Better Education is supported by Kudawadzeb Atarkatshwili Foundation in Georgia. And uh, the third phase just started in September. Um, It's actually, I think, uh, almost the end of second year. Uh, And uh, we are still trying to recruit Uh, a new uh, teachers group, and um, we will be having, uh, by the end of um, this academic year, 60 active uh, debate clubs around uh, many regions of Georgia, more than six regions of Georgia, I think, and then there are around uh, 12 or 15 uh, in total. And I'd have to say that um, very different regions have been interested in this project now, and different teachers have been participating in this contest of uh, um, uh, selection. Uh, And after we we are gonna select these teachers, we are gonna create um, uh, debate clubs uh, in their schools and continue our work um, as hard as uh, we were working last year during the last couple of years. Of course, we're also planning to have uh, regional and national tournaments and different public debates throughout this year, uh, participation in international uh, events, forums, and academies is also uh, what we're very much looking forward to. And uh, we are um, uh, also uh, planning on uh, having a, uh, we're also planning on uh, having uh, as much face to face contacts as possible. But again, uh, if it will not work out, we're still uh, very uh, well adapted to the uh, hybrid or online regime. And we hope that uh, more and more peoples will be able to acquire knowledge and be participating in um, debates. I'm
0: really excited to hear all, how all of that will plan out, and if people want to follow uh, the results of this and the many other projects that the GIDE uh, is embarking on, uh, where can they learn more about your organization?
1: Well, um, our organization has a uh, very active Facebook page that we are having not only in Georgian but also uh, in English and uh, everyone around the world can actually see it. It's called um, Georgian Institute for Debating Organization uh, dot Guide, how our organization is called. And um, we are uh, updating every main news um, on uh, our Facebook page. We also have a YouTube channel where we update update um, our um, TV channel promotions. And uh, we also have a website, where, uh, debate.edu.g, um, where we also uh, bring the news and every uh, news about our contests, um, our new projects uh, can be seen there.
0: So truly everywhere you can be found. Thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us today, Keto, and good luck with uh, making the debate revolution continue in Thank you day.
1: very much. And we are looking forward to more and more cooperation with IDEA and uh, other international projects.
0: All the same to you. Thank you. Thank you. Improved Debates Impact is a podcast hosted by the International Debate Education Association. My name is Dan Welling, I am the head of office at IDEA. This podcast has been made possible by a grant of the European Union.